Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Brightness of the screen. And when I press minus, it brought me back. <laughs> There's your 30 seconds cover, dickhead. Good, good evening, start, Ryan. It's a good, good evening. Start. Carl started off as he, as he means to go on. A few technical difficulties. Um, yeah, skip uh, punctuality. I mean, to be fair, there's always one of us here on time. It just varies which one of us is. Um, I think I've waffled for long enough for the opening, but run us an intro, Gillian. We'll get into this shit show. <laughs> oh, bollocks. <laughs> Hi, this is Don Matteo, and then you are listening to the Auto Know Better podcast. Let's do this. <laughs> I look like fucking Brolin, you're a leader in bastard. Or some sort of fucking weird floating head. No. You tensile player a bit, innit? I mean, I feel a bit right, dickhead. Nothing spectacular, really. Nothing spectacular, really. Just a quick thanks to Hannah for being so kind to us. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure what's wrong, but, you know. Uh... Are dressed in black, <laughs> I mean, it does feel a bit like a funeral, but, yeah, we're not we're not going to sit here in this funeral gear today, Hannah. Um, fuck me. Nothing spectacular, really. Well, the last couple of days has been pretty spectacular, but for all the wrong reasons. I mean, how are you feeling, lads? Uh where are your heads at after uh, what we've seen? Mm. Scrambled. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the head's completely well and truly fried here now today after reading all that crack. I'm, I'm just... I, I'm, I'm in disbelief. I mean, I, I thought it were bad how I felt Sunday night and, or, you know, and I, I were in a state. I, I, I was that upset. I got completely hammered. I gave a lot of people a the shit and I've made up my ass, but you know, I, felt... I don't think anybody noticed you. I think you got, yeah, laid well, you know, <laughs> I, I felt terrible the next day. But, um, everything, everything that's happened since then has been basically the exact opposite of what any of us wanted to happen. It's, it's yeah. just, 
It's like we're in the upside down. Stranger <laughs> things. Yeah. It is. It is. And and I think it, you know, when you reflect on the season that we've had, it's felt like it's been about three years long. Um, we talked about the World Cup break before, after everything else. Um, it, you know, this season has just gone on and on, and, and you know, even with the threat of relegation, you know, most people that I saw comment on it were like, "Just even if we're down, just get the fucking season over. The season's over." And I'll go, "Fucks it." Well, we're fucking down, but do you know what? Done with now. The pain's done with now. You know that that plaster coming off. Yeah, it's yeah. Done. We 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 know what we're about. Next season, we're in the championship. We know that. We, we know that. You know the threat of it. That sword of Damocles hanging over our head for fifteen months. Um, it, 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 you know, it's gone. It's done. The, the, the pain's over. And then it's, this week, <laughs> it's it's like it's like watching an elderly relative slowly die, and then being relegated. It's like you know that's it. Then it's over, and you're gutted, but you're relieved as well. Because the suffering's finished, then you find out that the house you live in, oh, your elderly relative sold that years ago, so you're going to be turfed <laughs> out on the street. You know, when you think it's done and it's over, and then a new level of shit comes along. And I mean, I, I don't know what I, I ain't got a clue what's going on. I don't know where we're going. I don't know what direction the club's going in, and I'm starting to look at us and think this is the sort of chaos you see in those clubs that do like a double dip and go down twice. That's exactly what my thinking was earlier on today. I was kind of like, I was messing. I know I was messing, like, but League One Tour, 24-25 season. <laughs> um, I, did, I just... off all the 92, aren't we? Yeah, I, I was uh, <laughs> briefly chatting to uh, chatting Leeds in, in their podcast inbox there, and he was just, he was nearly uh, in, in tears just... He was either laughing or crying. He didn't know what to do, to be honest with you. But Jesus Christ, it's an absolute shit show today, whatever happened. Mm -hmm. it, the, the, ones, I mean, uh, the, the ones I feel bad for, obviously the fans, because he, he has zero consideration for them if it's true what he's done. And the fact that he's not even inform, informed uh, board members about his, his plan of action, according to it is true. reports it is today. True. It's not theories, it is true. Yeah, um, yeah. We, we there there have been documents. Uh, I mean, so um, where where do you want to do? You want to get into that now? Or do you want to do you want to go through yeah, the statement first? I think kick off with statement because then we can we can delve into that a bit and then we can move forward from there to to what came next. Because yeah, if, if I go off on a tangent, I'm just going to start ranting about what's happened, <laughs> you know, and then we'll have to go back and yeah, let's let's yeah. try and. Slightly. But that's fine. So, I mean, first things first, um, the way that it came out was um, letter-headed paper of Ace Adventures. Mm. It was from Rajadzani. It's not come through any of the club channels. Um, so we got the personal statement that I've popped up. Um, the last few days have been very difficult for everyone associated with Leeds United. I find it very hard to find the right words to say other than to apologise to all of our fans for the club's relegation. I'm sincerely sorry for how this season has unfolded. We've made significant investments to try to keep Leeds United in the Premier League. Between working hard to improve the club, we've also made some mistakes. We are reflecting on the decisions that we've taken to ensure we learn the lessons to improve our club and make progress in the future. Leeds supporters deserve more than this. You understand the journey on which we've embarked, and I hope that once the anger and disappointment has subsided, you will see that we can come back stronger. We've invested heavily in Leeds United since 2017 and worked hard to get back to where the club deserves to be. With the support of our partners, we can continue that journey to bounce back. 
and proud of the progress we've made in recent years. We've become a club that can attract exciting players, strong commercially. We've seen improvements to the academy, introduced the women's side and so much more. In many ways, the club has been transformed and we are committed and determined to continue on this journey. We do not like to make false promises. There is still a lot of work to do and change is needed. We need a clear strategy to continue our vision for the club and work is underway to produce this, in which we hope will be reflected in some key appointments in different areas of the club. We will keep you all updated throughout the process. MOT, Andrea Radjitani. Firstly, how dare you say MOT? Yeah, that, and he's completely shat on everything that he's achieved over the last five years. He's completely shat on it. And the second thing I want to say is, Gilly, you made this point in the, the group earlier, in the WhatsApp group. It's not even on club paper, club-headed paper. Yeah. That, that like, whatever about the statement that the players made or the fans, the, the board made, that looked like um, a chat GBT statement, that, <laughs> that looks like a chat GBT statement, but edited little bits where it's including the fact that he's chairman of our club. And I, I'm sick to the back teeth of that. It does that say on it, it does it actually say that he's chairman of Ace Adventures before it says he is off lead. Yeah. He's put that it's first. Like, I'm disgusted by it, personally. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that the, the Acer-headed paper is because he doesn't have the authority now to put a statement out on Leeds paper. But who knows? Because everything else in that statement makes it sound like he's staying at our club. And no, that's how I read it. He's talking now, about partners, not not people taking over or anything like that. And I don't think he'd refer to them as partners if he were to become a minority shareholder. Well, I think he might do. There's, but... there's, there's various ways to re read it. it the, when I first read that, I thought that's saber rattling. That's him trying to get the 49ers to get their asses in gear and get a deal done. Mm. I didn't think so. On the face of it, it looks like he's going to continue with the club. I think that that's intentional to make it appear as though he's ready to stay with the club should they not get a shift on. Um, so I think he was trying to move things forward in that. Yeah. Um, I think he's a prick in doing so um, because all he's doing is leveraging the fans. Uh, and, you know, you look at the amount of... I mean, there's been sack the board and all of that, but the amount of patience that fans have had. Yeah. Fuck up after fuck up after fuck up. That he's had a lot of patience. You know, there have been sacked the board. Yes, uh, we had the last day, but then <laughs> last season, we saw two of our star players leave, and they still had a fairly easy ride. Everyone yeah. gave this a chance this season. Everybody mm -hmm. was prepared yeah. to back it. Um, yep. So I, I, I think that that statement is already pissing in fans' faces. Let alone mm -hmm. what's gone on beyond that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's. It's bullshit, man. It's the whole our club and we and MOT. It's just it's really rubbed me up the wrong way. Is that? Yeah, there's, I mean, there's, there's no there's... we in this. If it were our club and it were we, you'd have been there watching the Spurs game and you'd have faced the fucking music, mate. Yeah. Do you know what I yeah. mean? You want to get that from a thousand miles away, fucking three days later, because you've seen some backlash on social media about the shite chat GPT statement that we'll put out before it. I, I think him not being there, um, I don't think he has a choice now but to leave because he's not going to be welcome back there at the start of next season. No, There's no. A, like if, He's going to be chased around the fucking stadium in the he car will. park. He will. He, will. Uh, he, he, will. He, doesn't, he doesn't think, he thinks he's got more in the bank 
than he actually gives himself credit for now. He thinks after, that he. I think he'll pick up from the... social media now that he, that he doesn't. I think. I yeah. think but when, I think that when you look at red like that. Yeah, no, yeah, and like I say, I think there was some saber rattling there to try and get things moving forward, rather than you know mm. reading between the lines. On the face of it, it's very much a we are going to take this forward. I mm. think that was machinations to try and push forward something to happen. Of well, 49ers going well. Hang on a minute. I thought I thought we were doing this, but they've not done it fast enough. Ultimately, we we don't really know. We don't know what goes behind closed doors. I'd be very very interested. I'd love to be a fly on the wall at the next board meeting. <laughs> I mean, after the other stuff that we're going to talk about soon, the fact that Angus knew nothing about any of it and he's not been telling anybody what he's doing and he's, he's just gone rogue, basically. He's just doing his yeah. own thing. Yeah. He's gone full Chilino. I think yeah, and, and talking about days. the anger being subsiding. Well, <laughs> yeah. that's not a way to, to to ensure that the anger subsides over time, is it? No, um, the way for the, the way to ensure that from a fan's perspective, uh, anger and disappointment, starts to fade over time or subside over time uh, is very much to sort out the shit going on in the board, appoint a director of football, appoint a manager and start recruiting the players that we need uh, and, and allow us to see the players that are not going to be around for the next season. Yeah. That, that That's yeah. how you ensure that our anger starts to dissipate is to do exactly. your fucking job. Yeah. Not release yeah. bullshit statements, just do your job. If we saw positive things being done and the club are getting a director of football... They're getting the manager in, they're starting to look at players and we're hearing things, then you're thinking, all right, well, he's a bit of a knob for gambling like he has, but at least he's at least he's trying to sort of move forward and get on with it straight away. He's not fucking around, he's not leaving us languishing with no direction like a rudderless ship. But that's exactly what's happened. I'm just going to grab this comment from Skip because it kind of leads into this as well. With all this uncertainty in line from the, within the club, any potential player or manager would think twice about coming here to Leeds. Absolutely. And he's there on his statement saying, we can attract exciting players. What, like Mark Rocker and Weston McKenney? Just just before we go on to other bits and leave the statement, do you, do you think, obviously we know the statement should have read differently, but what you've just said, I feel should have been what a statement is, regardless of whether we all want him to go because let's be honest, I'd say about 95% of the fan base want him gone now after that shit show. Mm. Um, even if he was gone, he should have just basically said what you said, Gilly. I look, our heads are down. We're getting, we're trying to pick him up. We're looking at the players. We're talking to them this week. Uh, director of football, we're interviewing for people now this week and next week. The sale, mm. of the, like he didn't give any relevant information to appease fans in that statement. All he did was try and blow smoke up our arses and, and hope that it would fan the flames for a couple of weeks. Yeah. But the fact that he's he's put out that statement after, a week after, but only days after he's been approved for the bloody Sampdoria deal. You know, that to me, that that's not how you do it. Like, he should have been on online on Sunday, straight after the game, had a, a statement ready. This is what we're doing. Here's the process. Here's what we're going to do. But there was nothing. There's not even like anything like that that's in that statement at the moment. To me, is just last words. There's there's nothing of relevance in that statement that would mm. try and even turn any fans in his favour. Now I think he's absolutely burnt all bridges 
And I don't oh, think well anyone's true, going yeah. to forgive him for that. I think, and like I said, he will be chased around the car park on the first day of the season. And I don't... I'm really I, looking forward to this. I'm more excited on, about that than I am the football. <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest with you. like, Because a lot of that will depend on how the next two weeks go. Because if the next two weeks don't go how we expect them to go, he's in a lot of trouble. And he may lose the the, the 49ers as an investor if he carries on like this. Because like they, they have the money to kind of go, right, we can write off that debt. You know, the, the money they've put in, they could they could simply write that off. They don't necessarily, like they could say, right, we want that player sold, that player sold, that player sold. You give us back our money that we put in, we're out. And that's how mm, simple possible. it could be for them to leave and i don't think he realizes that because he's playing a that stupid game that, exactly exactly we're not told we don't know could, that, like, that, that could already be done we're already in a position now with it with the um the bullshit and and the the approach that he's taking and um you know not informing them of things that he's trying to do things he's looking at on completely other projects with completely other investment groups to not talk to his own board um it, yes okay he's the majority shareholder but still to not talk to his own board they're not gonna you know who's gonna do business with him and, and you know i i've got into a couple of arguments over the past couple of weeks i, I don't know it's unusual for me to do that on social media <laughs> but um uh, where people were saying about um you know he's as bad as chilino uh and i would go no hang on a minute we were a laughing stock under chilino but we are a laughing stock again now yeah. We weren't a laughing stock mm. because we got relegated. Three teams every season get relegated from the mm. Premier League. We weren't a laughing stock because we got relegated. Yes, opposition fans enjoy it when Leeds get relegated because they love to hate us. We love to hate them. That's, That's just it. part of it. That's part of being Leeds. We become a laughing stock when we've got a split board, when we've got a, a jumped up little ponds going off by other clubs. The day we're getting relegated is in another club trying to land a, another country trying to land a different club. He's yeah. not talking to his, his his staff. We've got no idea who's going to be managing us. We've already sacked our, our director of football, the right decision. But at the same time, we don't have another one to come in and do it. There's We've got no idea who's one. going to be playing for us. It, it's, you know, it, one of our frustrations over time has been a massive focus on strategy and no focus on the here and now. Mm. And now we've got neither. And that's what's making the laughing stock of us. The fact mm, that yeah. we don't even know. I mean, it, it, ultimately, it looks like what's happened with Elland Road has been blocked or, or has, has not come to pass. But we've got a chairman that's trying to utilise the asset that is Elland Road um, as, as collateral against borrowings for a completely different project, nothing to do with Leeds at all. Um, so there's question marks around you know, what's going to happen with the asset that is our home. We've already got the question marks around the playing staff, the backroom staff. We've got no idea what coaching team we've got or will have. We've got no idea who the manager will be, who the director of football will be, who the board is going to be. It's now he's as bad as Chilino because we've got fucking no idea what's going on. Yeah, that's so, it. I've not been back in Rads recently. I've been saying, just remember what fucking madness we had under Chilino. It was that, and yeah. and not looking back through rose tinted spectacles, just to remember the you know the seventh place finish, and then um, you know Pablo coming in and the other bits that we had. And by the way, Pablo shirt on. I'm not denigrating the guy at all. <laughs> I love him, still love him now. But um, yeah, it's it's to look back and only remember the good bits of the Chilino era is to remember a whole load of shit that went on. Um, mm. But we are 100 percent back there now, 100. Yeah. percent Yeah, I think you're right, and it's it's gone from 
all this big talk about Europe in a few years and expanding the stadium and all this kind of shit. Relegation's impossible. And now here we are. And now it's just like, it's like shaking a jar of bees and they all go berserk. Do you know what I mean? It, and then being surprised that they got mad. Yeah, when you let them out and they're angry, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's just bizarre. For a guy who, like you said this earlier, for a guy who's a PR guy, he's fucking awful. Like. He's useless, <laughs> yeah. you know. He's absolutely he's Literally, useless. he went to university and got himself a degree in public relations. Yeah. <laughs> Where has is he it? Where's it gone? <laughs> when is he going to put that into practice? Like, Because I haven't seen it for... However long he's been here, like he's, he's just, been absolutely shocking. Like I'm just baffled by it all. I mean, you go back and look at things, and it's like we we had the the thing about Marsh where we were told they were a natural successor to Bielsa. They've been after him for two <laughs> years, and it's just going to be the same football, but we're slightly better defending. And then we've had relegations impossible. We had white smoke about a new manager that then didn't materialise. We've had him tweeting people. We've had him. Saying stuff like our new signing is Adam Forshaw. It's just for someone who's meant to be a PR guru, he seems to get it wrong every single time. Every single time. I've never known a person put their foot in it more who's meant to be in that field. Yeah. 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 He, he, like to say that he owns a television company and he owns a media company and he owns this and he owns that, like. It's, is it any wonder how he's managed to keep hold of all these companies with the shit he's actually stirring at, at Leeds at the moment? Because if 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 he if his running of Leeds at the moment is anything to go by, I can't see many of his his uh, his companies lasting too much longer if that's the crack. Because he hasn't a well, fucking clue now. And I was he, a big supporter of Rads for a long time. Like I thought he was doing great stuff, but then it was at one point the, the sacking of Bielsa was the turning point for me, and then given Marsh the job after the summer, you know, was was the, the end of it for me, really. Like, it was only a matter of time before he absolutely put his foot in it and decided to to do what he's doing. Like, he's... He, he he's, must look back at the sacking of Bielsa as the beginning of the end now. Well, like, if he doesn't, and he doesn't realise that that was what was his biggest downfall, because they were... Look, people can say what they want. No manager was getting any points really out of the teams that Bielsa played four games before his sacking. Granted, the results and the final scores were absolutely shocking. Mm. But I've I've had people tell me that Bielsa wouldn't have got more points than Marsh did towards the end. I find that kind of delusion very much in line with how Rads is 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 running the club. <laughs> but that is something that's intangible. Like we'll never actually know. Yeah it I, could I, be yeah. argued that it was the right move to sack Bielsa when they did. It could be argued, but it was the wrong move to replace him with Jesse Marsh. We'll yeah, never I, I, know on that one, but bringing Jesse yeah. Marsh in was the start of our downfall big time for me. I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't think sacking Bielsa was was worth it, to be fair. No, and that's, you know, that's fair enough. It's, it's an opinions thing. We'll never know on that yeah. one. You yeah. know, it's just... That's true. That's bringing, true. bringing Marsh in was the move that was really really bad and then yeah, keeping and, him and... after the world cup because he let victor Orta dictate to him yeah like the exactly man is that. a weasel he has no backbone he's a snake he can't yeah. be honest with us and he can't stand up for his own ideals in his own boardroom just I mean, shows weak leadership in the club. it shows yeah, weak exactly. leadership and he talked about leadership on the pitch 
and the players and that in previous kind of uh, statements or whatever he might have said. But he has he hasn't shown any leadership within the club for at least two years now. Exactly, because... and I think he knows that he's not up to running a football club. Hence, why he gave all that power to the people around him. Yeah, I think uh, there, there's a lot more to the Arta thing than than I I I feel we're being told. Well, I'm sure he'll write a book one day. Yeah, well, <laughs> they always I'm, do. I'm not sure it would even be told in the book, if I'm honest. But it's just uh, it's just a shit show now, and. Uh, he needs to come out with a better statement than that, explaining what the f- what the hell he's doing. Have you been getting in the no knowledge of Dean on Twitter? He does my tits in. I can't stand him. He does my tits in. He speaks it as though he's he, uh, yeah. He pontificates as though he knows the inner machinations of the club. That guy. Just, yes, that guy. Yeah, and then because, when something uh, different happens to what he said, he just like told you. On like he never said it, and he. I told you. I said that was going to happen. <laughs> Bullshit. He, he does my tits-in. And, and I'm not saying it. anything behind his back. I've told him plenty of times that he oh, does me right. tits-in because yeah, yeah, he right. knows fuck all. Um, he, he keeps me. Just, just um, right. I, you know, we mentioned Angus a couple of times there as well. I think um, the one statement that is a positive thing that's 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 been released from the club and and that I think had Angus's name at the bottom is at least um, redundancies and and uh, pay issue oh, and yeah. so on with yeah. the staff at Elland Road and the staff at Thorparch. They've been told they're all right. Now, there's question marks around that now because we've got no idea who's going to own the club and they might see it differently. But at this point sold. in time. Yeah, I, I mean, if, if it's well sold, they might just sack everyone. Yeah, they might move all business. the ticketing operation to the USA and have one person to deal with. I do when shit goes I do. south. But but I mean, I, I think I think for now, the fact that they had that means that um, the money is there to pay their wages for the time being, and yeah. then if it falls into a different circumstance around redundancies because of business decisions rather than the financial situation um, you know there'll be consultancy and so on so at least the staff at Ellen Road um, uh, they don't know where they stand because none of us do in terms of the business and in terms of the club as a whole but where they stand right now at least is is somewhat as healthy as it could be let's say <laughs> um, we can't over egg it yeah Skip makes a, a comment here 49ers very quiet during this do you think are they assessing the situation behind the scenes before they decide to release a statement or do you think are they going to say it in the law lads they so could the be subject to an NDA for all we know Carl here's the thing the deal is going through mm. I think I mean um, this is this is just an opinion piece this is not fact I don't know any of this uh, this is a suspicion that I have and it, it is not an accusation in any way uh, and if the businesses are subject to an NDA, I'm not saying they've broken it in any way, but I would not be surprised if the Athletic found out about this through the 49ers channels. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I think and that's where the story broke that, from. Um, said something along those lines. But didn't Rad did say that what he does with his companies and Leeds United is none of anyone's business? That's, so, yeah, that's when the Athletic asked him the questions, yes. Yeah, Kev, Kev Marston said Rads is desperate. I also think the stadium stuff that's come out in the Athletic is somebody from the 49ers firing shots back. Could well be. Yeah, Could and that's where I'm saying, you know, the sabre-rattling of the Ace Adventures um, press release or whatever it was, statement, 
Um, everybody's making statements at the moment, aren't they? It, it could well be a response to that of, well, we already knew that you'd done this, but you didn't tell us that you'd done this. So yeah. now everybody's going to know, and let's see how your popularity goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if it goes really sour between the two of them, they could try to force him out. But at the same time, that's going to end up with us where nobody will front up for any transfers. Nobody will back anybody else when a decision needs to be made. We, that, it's the last thing we need. It really is. And we're going straight. Yeah, it is. If we end up with that. It, 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 it is, you know. I think um, the one thing I think that we all we all said, we all we all we all um, shared that we wanted was the, all of this business to be done quickly and, and to be sorted quickly. Because you know, you look at Leicester. Leicester struggled the same we did because of their split board. You know, we, a, a lack of clear direction in where they were going. Forty percent of them wanted to go into arts racing. Forty percent of them wanted to stay in football. Over twenty percent wanted to go back up and, and and be done with sport in this country. So. Um, a, a split board means that there is no clear direction. There's no clear strategy. That view of where we're going as a, as a whole just isn't there. And if you don't have that, you've got people pulling in different directions and, and, and there's no clarity of understanding. Decisions take forever because it, it's, a, it's either somebody that's not fully informed as to what's going on that's making a decision or it's a decision by... Uh, too many people all at once trying to trying to do it. You, you need that clear direction, especially at board level. So you do. We all wanted this this to be done really quickly and and get get it over and done with, so that we could then see the 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 vehicle moving forward, the the players uh, that we need coming in, the players that mm -hmm. we're not going to be able to retain going out. The, the you know the that 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 hierarchy within the club of the director of football and the, and then the manager coming in. We need a manager that's going to unify whatever playing staff it is going into the start do, of the season. Yeah. But we also need somebody that's going to unify the fans, somebody that we can get behind, somebody that we're looking at. You know, there's, there's been lots of talk about all sorts of different people, and we've got literally no idea who it's going to be because we don't even know who's going to be making the decisions. But if you've got a Corbyn, there'll be a lot of people get behind of him because yeah. not only has he had moderate, but but some success in the division that we're going to be in. But it's a heart back to the Bielsa days, and and and, yeah. and you know, so it'll, it'll have a lot of goodwill with the fans. If you've got a Rogers, if you've got a Potter, they've had success in the English game. If you've got a an Iriola, it's another one that people have looked at. He plays exciting football. He's done well. He's brought clubs up into the top flight. All right, it's in Spain, but but, but so there are there are coaches around that have been linked with us that a lot of people will get behind. What we can't end up with is the same situation we had before, where you're at tenth, eleventh, twelfth choice. And yeah. we're all going, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. Um, you know that—that's what we need to get beyond, and that's—that's that. You know, that's one of the main sources of frustration for me, right up until this this news broke this afternoon. Well, my worry on the manager thing before we get to that is, with all this turmoil, why would a, why would a Brendan Rodgers risk being associated with that? It's yeah. it's likely it'll be another shit show of a season, and. Yeah. You know why? Why would someone up and coming like Corbyn risk derailing his career for that? And then the people you're looking at are people like Steve Evans. You know that kind of level <laughs> of person. People so that with Corbyn, get a chance to manage yeah, a football with, league to jump at it regardless of the situation. Anyone who's got somewhere else to go is going to go somewhere else. I think with Corbyn, you've got you've got the chances because West Brom are in even deeper shit than us. Mm. Um, you know, yeah. it, it, it's a real bad situation that they're in. I've interacted with a with a couple of uh, West Brom fans over the past few days, and and 
you know they're 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 really in the mire and and they're they're so and he's got a buyout clause in his contract that's rumored to be two million pounds and you know we'd really be able to flash the cash if you want to go get him we're going to be able to afford to get him and make him if we need to make him one of the higher paid coaches in the in the division uh i'm not certain that he's 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 at that level but we mm. would be able to do it if we're desperate to bring him in yeah um so with Corbyn, it, it would it would be a move away from a nightmare that's that that is already in. Yes, okay, it would be into a, a, out of the frying pan into the fire. <laughs> but at the sure same would. time, um, if he can come in with all of the goodwill that he kind of does have from the Bielsa days already, and the fact that you know, you can look at his time with uh, the Dog Bovers and you can look at his time with West Brom, he's, he's he has achieved. You know, West Brom were in the relegation positions and he took them to just about playoffs. Um, Uddersfield uh, Town, he took into the uh, the playoffs. I, I think they lost in the final. So, you know, he's had a modicum of success at that level. Um, but so, so yeah, but you cannot see Rodgers or Potter taking a, a bet and a gamble because it is a bet and a gamble for them it to is. step down a level. Um, you know, Potter does, he's spoken before about liking his projects and we definitely are a project. But until you get clarity in the boardroom, there is no way you get any of them. The sort of yeah, project just, we are right now is like one of those cars I've got outside that's been in bits for years. <laughs> it's a project, but it's, never, it's, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> I just um, just want to touch on a comment here from Kev Marston. No decent coach manager will sign until we have an idea of who is running the show. We are back to the dark days of PE teachers. I was just going to make a point just before that. Um, I, I, I feel we have eight to ten days to sort this out. Or we are screwed. If, if 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 things are like if we don't have a manager in, a director of football, or the board shit sorted out in the next eight to ten days, we're screwed. We're you have been doing all this like screwed. now. First we, of we July, have, uh, we June, have nine June weeks July. left to kick off. Nine weeks left till mm -hmm. till the season kicks off. If we don't have those three things sorted out in eight to ten days, we are foobar. foobar. We're already missing out. You know, we we are missing out right now. Because players that are becoming available this summer are signing for clubs yeah. now. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, but those negotiations are ongoing right now. Yeah. Uh, so we're already behind the curve. You know, we've seen um, what's his face that we're on loan at Everton from Wolves. Um, the four and a half million is available for. Uh, yeah, all right. He won't get in the side towards the end. But we're in the championship. Uh, anyway, I can't remember his name. He played for England. His name just gone. Into the sea. What was it? Cody? Cody, Connor yeah, Connor Cody. Uh, Cody, four and a half million. Um, and but we talked about him it, before. But if we have to keep Cock, and if we end up managing somehow to keep hold of Verber, and if we can't move Lorente on, and Cooper is going to still be there, and Strokes, <laughs> if we keep all of these players, then you can't really look at a centre back like that because he's going to want to play week in week out, and you're spending mm -hmm. actual money on it. But if we don't keep hold of Verber and somebody mad comes in and gives us fifteen million pounds for Cock and, and somebody gives us the same for Lorente and they go, all of a sudden, right, okay, we've got a bit of money to spend. We need to bring some players in. But until you're in a position where you understand who's staying and who's going, you can't do any of that. Exactly. And you can't do any of that until you've got a manager in place but who, who decides who he, who he wants to keep and who he wants to leave. And exactly. you can't do any of that until the director of football is around to have those contracts conversations. And you can't do any of that until you know who the, who the board is. <laughs> and <laughs> that's the thing. Like, that's you know, why it, I think eight to ten days is is literally the limit That might that be a bit have. too long. You don't even know I, what I know, transfer budget is without knowing I, who's going. I know, I know yeah. what you said, yeah, it might be too long, but that is, that, that's the cut-off point, like. 
that literally eight to ten days for me if like that that's a cutoff point if we don't know by then then everything is still up in the air uh in board level and and no one's playing off the same hint sheet him sheet and the i think rad rad's is going to have to suck on serious lemons because he's going to have to admit what he's done is wrong and yeah. for him to do that after not admitting that or or owning up to the fact that it was a hasty decision to sack bielsa because they had no one else available but marsh he needs to he needs to front up to that as well yeah i think every every decision well, he's, he's already made, thrown the bus for that hasn't he? yeah he has yeah. but he he's the chairman the book the book stops with him if he, he has any bollocks out. on him at all he owns up to all of that and then says right clean slate let's get this sorted but that has to happen very yeah, he should, he's a politician he and he yeah. should have said i got this wrong massively and i'm sorry yeah. for that Jen. i'm sincerely sorry uh, i've learned a lot of lessons and i'm going to work hard to take this club forward and get it back where it belongs if he just said something like that do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that. <laughs> it sucks so um, But if he'd just come out and held his hands up and said, I'm sorry, I, I fucked up. But I don't think he has the backbone for it. He doesn't have the backbone. But how much more? You know, politicians don't do that. Yeah, but yeah, that, yeah, I agree. But politicians don't do that because yeah. no, that, that, that further down the line, somebody can then interview him and go, well, you got that wrong and that wrong and that wrong. And we can say that that's a fact because you apologised for it here. Whereas if he just ignores it, just this big elephant in the room that's in the corner that he completely has fucked up, but, yeah. but completely never actually accepts the fact that that's his fuck up. Yeah. And that it's, it, it's him that's dropped the baby. If he never accepts that publicly, he can always deny it in the future. He's oh, a politician. Yeah, exactly. that's, that's exactly, exactly what it is. Yeah, it's Thomas, never a straight answer. Thomas Klima says uh, we'll end up with Stevie fucking G. <laughs> That's what so, I'm afraid of. So what will happen I... is Stevie G will come in and we'll sign Ryan Kent and Morales. Hey, hey. <laughs> um, no, I mean there are people on on Twitter saying that he'd do well. I I, I was having none of that. I, I felt I felt for that one. I mean, if it were bait, it's done really well. But he, he did stick to it. Um, yeah. Clive T's just asked us a question while we're on it, guys. Did any oh, of you lads want Bielsa sacked? No. I'm I'm still a Bielsa widow, um, so I, I I I still wanted to stick with him, and I said. I mean, hindsight's a wonderful thing. I said, it, but I, 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 I wish I'd not been right about it. I said I'd rather have been relegated with him and come back up with him and stand mm -hmm. by him. Um, now, if you stay up this time and there's all sorts of investments and players move on and you bring in a good coach instead of Marsh and all of, the, all of those other caveats and big ifs, then maybe you'd have been better off uh, surviving by whatever means necessary. Um, I don't think any of us wanted him, Sam. No, I, I didn't want him sacked, but I was sort of borderline. Is it? Is it time? I didn't want it to be. See, but I was I, open I, to the possibility that maybe it was time for a change. But I would never have sought for him to be sacked. I would never have asked for him to be sacked. You know, see, he, had I, enough, I, he had enough credit in the bank for me that if we did go down, I'd still love yeah. him. I didn't want him to be sacked simply because the board didn't back him properly. And yeah. I wanted the board to understand that you cannot skate through on a fucking wing and a prayer in the Premier League. And I was just chatting to a couple of my mates there at the weekend after the game and I, or before the game. And I was saying to them, I was like, if 
you back Bielsa with the players he actually wanted. We don't struggle the way we struggled. Now, as soon as Bielsa got sacked, this flood of players started coming in. Flood yeah. of players, right? After they'd of... thrown him under the bus and said he didn't want players. Yeah, yeah, but but he always said he wanted better than what we had. Yeah. What we brought in was not better than what we had. So who's to say yeah. that the players they were supplying him with were these exact same of players? Course they were. And he was looking well, at them going, he turned out they're not down. good enough. That, that's one that's been picked up since the fact. Mm. One of them that he was offered was Arrington, and he t- he said, "I don't want him." And then we paid what twenty five million pounds for him. Yeah. So and that just that turned out to not be good enough. Anyway, is yeah, that, that one we bid for yeah. him anyway? But Bielsa didn't want him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, he turned it down. He said, he said, he, yeah, mm. said, he said he didn't it's, want him. I think the the only other thing is, um, I think uh, timeline ends up being vague. You know, I'm I'm becoming an old man now, but. Um, <laughs> The uh, the timeline. So the timeline is difficult. I can't remember if it had been made clear that it was unlikely that Bielsa were going to stay on beyond the end of the season anyway. Um, I think it I might think have. I'm not 100 sure. They might have said that after that. I think they felt it was unlikely, not that they'd been told. I think. No, I I, I thought it was that Otter had already I made the wrong. case that Marsh was coming in in the summer anyway. Is my point? All they did oh, was bring right. up the yeah, timeline. Yeah, yeah. Um, behind Bielsa's back, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, so um, I, I think you know, and because that's the kind of uh, men we're dealing with. Well, yeah. Now I, I think it's it's right for a club to be as prepared as it can be in case he's not around anymore, because oh, he only ever did that one season thing, and and we would have all criticised them for not being ready if he decided he wasn't going to be around anymore. But, like we did when um, he sacked Marsh and had nothing lined up. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, uh, and and took and took so long. You're thinking, well, they must have somebody lined up because my else would have they have taken six months longer than necessary, and then Jesus and then it wasn't. Uh, just the, the point that that I had popped up there is uh, it is only 41 game, uh, days until we play the scum. <laughs> yeah, lovely. Give me a comment up from Matt Leeds. He says, if you were a player, why would you come to Leeds? For me, players would rather go to other top championship clubs or Leicester and Southampton. In my opinion, and that's the problem with all this shit going on. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, I think I mean, Southampton are going to be on it, you know. Southampton, maybe Leicester are also fucked. I um, think Leicester are screwed, but Southampton, I think, yeah. are going to be up there. Yeah, maybe so, but um, but yeah, I think um, if you if you look at the sides that have come up, um, you know, you, you, you switches and so on. Um, I, I don't I don't think that they're necessarily prepared for success in that in that league a lot of it obviously depends on what happens over the summer and the sorts of signings that clubs are able to make um i'm not i'm gonna say it and i'm gonna touch wood i'm not particularly worried about relegation at this point in time but oh, the fact, god. The fact is, oh god but, but mid to lower selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. 
Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Uh, league position oh, is an yeah. abject failure. It's an abject failure. You know, if, if we're not in, in the top two, it's an abject failure. If we end up in the yeah, it playoffs, it's an abject failure. Yeah, it given, given what we've got today, which is an ability to flash the cash and pay more than anybody else is going to be able to pay because Southampton are potless anyway. So the fact that we're, we're, uh, and, and um, West Brom have got absolutely nothing, their, their parachute payments have finished, their owners absolutely fleecing them with loans uh, and, and all sorts of deals going off. Leicester are screwed. If our board can sort out the shit, then there should be no problem at all getting the right playing staff in place. Do you um, have any faith just a massive that? if. Well, we don't even know what it's going to be. We don't even know who the board is anymore. <laughs> yeah. the thing, uh, so, I just want to, I just want to put up a. a, a oh, you're, a you're prolific tonight with starring these comments, Cal. You're on it now. Because, you've got a laptop, be, aren't you? It, it, because I can't. I even have a, a wireless <laughs> mouse going on here as well, lads. I'm I'm proper Push, IT. Yeah. Nah. I'm proper IT here now. At nah. the moment. I don't know what free <laughs> snap is, but you know. Um, Bielsa, uh, this comes in from Dave. Bielsa was sacked, be, sacked because we panicked and fans were panicking as well. To me, that shows a weak board. Yeah. Because they saw oh, what God, the fans yeah. were saying. If they were in any way strong at all and they had a backbone on them, they would have said, no, no, we're going to stand by him because we're going to back him in January or we're going like to back him did. next summer. Huh? Like Forrest did. Exactly. Exactly. They may have had 31 players, but they're staying up. Or 40, 50 <laughs> odd players, but they're staying up like. Nobody um, gave that a cat in hell's chance of working. Nope. I certainly no. didn't. No one did. But look I at mean, Steve Cooper's and... done a hell of a job. Yeah. It might look weird as fuck, but he's a hell of a manager. <laughs> but but a lot of that is a lot of what he's done is the, 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 the board and the owner had confidence in his ability to do what he needed to do. Yeah. If the board didn't have confidence in Bielsa to keep us up for a second season, don't give him the job in the summer. Don't do it, regardless, because you didn't back them with with uh, with players. They didn't at all, at all. Name me one player they backed them with. Not fucking uh, one. John Kevin Augustan. Give me a fucking break. Who was playing Champions or Europa League football only fucking two weeks ago? Lorente played last night. Yeah. <laughs> You can go and shite with Lorente. Glenn Hayes says, <laughs> um, <laughs> says, we all want we planning and organisation. How could we have done that anyway when Bielsa would only sign one-year contracts, lots? And I, I get his point. I get why the club didn't like that. But it was a special but, case, wasn't it? You knew the that thing. the players that we had would just carry on playing their hearts out for him if we kept him. So you didn't did need they? that much of a plan because he had a plan. Yeah, there was, there was a lot of rumours of players discontent with how they were, the, the training was going. I don't know how true they are. But if that's the case, put, bring in players that are willing to run their arses off then. Bring in yeah. players who are not fed up of the, the intense training regime. 
How did we go from manager. Jesse Marsh saying they've been overtrained to being a team that been to play 60 games, minutes? Yeah. Uh, we, we looked as unfit for, from when Marsh took over as we did leading up to before Bielsa took over in the championship. That's how mm. unfit we looked. Yeah, yeah. And that's not standard and that's not Premier League standard. That is weak. That you is even weak. get away with that in championship. There's extra games. You'd be fucked. Yeah. Absolutely foobar. Like so you don't have to be a, a lot fitter than that. This, this isn't a yeah. dig at the potential new owners or anything, but if the board don't get something sorted soon, then they need to pull the trigger, either pull out and leave Rads high and dry. For their own sake, because shit he's clearly not get off the pot. Yeah, or mm. shit or get off the pot because this needs to happen. It needs to happen now. Simple They're not going to want their image destroyed. They're an investment group. They need to look good. Yeah, yeah. That's how That's they pull it. people in and to invest yeah. further, not by being associated with a basket case of a football club with a lunatic Italian in charge. I mean, yeah, you know, and that's I, I don't all think too much of a theme for us. Well, have you seen the rumours on... Uh, so, it, apparently, conversations have started on certain players, no names at all, but certain players' agents being contacted to understand what position the contracts are in, whether they'd be willing to, to, to move, whether they'd be willing to look at a move and so on. Um, and it appears that Angus is having these conversations uh, with Rob Price and Andrea Law. Now, I don't know if you remember Andrea Law, but he's the furniture salesman that Jolino's <laughs> wife found in LA. <laughs> He's still involved in the club and he's involved in conversations around who we're going to bring in. I so mean, it's just full boy. Yeah, it's just it's 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 literally <laughs> it's just insane. I mean, how can you? So, I mean, Rob Price is highly thought of, and I think you know he's been around a long time, and um, you know I think he's grafted various different bits of various different bodies to other players to try and get them back fit and, and so on. And I think that um, over time, especially if you consider the amount of injuries that, that, that we did have, um, uh, has at times worked miracles to get players back and so on. But mm. the other side to things is, is there a question mark? Now, given the, the, the scale of injuries that we've had over time, is there a question mark over his position at the club? Should there be a, con a, a question mark over his position at the club? Um, the, the, Andrea Law should never have been brought into the club at all it, effectively my understanding of it is that he was just brought in as Chilino's spy um and, and you know he went and did kick-ups on the on the training pitch and then told him what were going on with the first team and whatever else um and Angus um who's I mean I don't need to tell anybody about <laughs> my thoughts on Angus um he's, he's just the, the future of our club resting with them while Rads is off shopping for another club he's just and, and the 49ers are just sat on the heels Doing very little as like uh, this is the perception of us as fans. Uh, that, that's just just uh, it's it's all insane. There's no way other way to say it. It's crackers. It's absolutely crackers. But even you, Gilly, must feel slightly sorry for Angus with the way he's been kind of shit on from. Above. I mean, he's a Tory. It's difficult. I, yeah, I, I mean, there's I felt so much sympathy. But there must be some. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I felt bad for him when I read and the 49ers and Angus didn't know about it. I thought, fucking hell. <laughs> and that um, moves us nicely to the next bit, I think, which we'll get yeah, into. Yeah, go for it. Um, I will just pull this up, because we've waffled for ages without having getting to this yet. So uh, today we got this stunning piece of news. <laughs> Chairman offered to use Ellen Road as security for £26 million bank loan in a bid to buy Sampdoria. 
I mean, what the actual fuck? As if it couldn't have got any worse. The guy was off. The day we got relegated, trying to leverage our ground yep. to use yep. by another club. And and and, I mean, and, a, and a cl- fuck. And and an Italian club that have been relegated to Serie B. So and what is this? Of debt. What is this? And haven't paid decision? their players. You know they yeah. haven't paid the players, so they're going to be starting on minus four next season. Is my understanding. He, um, so he's he's a gobshite. Like seriously, lads, <laughs> come on. Like I had great respect for him for what he did, but he's an absolute gobshite now. Like there's no two ways about it. Like he's he's just bought another relegated club. I just can't who, believe it. Who won't make him as much money as we would if we get promoted again? Because the, the money is different in Syria. It's not. It's not going to make him the same money. Why would you do it? Like I don't und- Like I genuinely he wants don't. Wants to go understand. be the hero. I don't. He's got, like, he got, he's got oh, a hero. White knight. His white horse. Yeah. The white knight. He's, he's, yeah. He's got a hero complex. He wants to go and he wants to be the hero. But um, he's not. He, he's going to. Not, he's not going to be the hero for them. I think unless he sells us and he can concentrate on them. Because he's going to be flittering between the two, he unless he's yes. like. Yeah, I mean the the the, yeah. um, the, the rumours are that QSI are involved in that takeover as well, which which is really strange because if you're scrabbling around, I mean, all right, we're talking a lot of money here, but if you're scrabbling around for a pittance of twenty six million pounds, um, now that 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 seems really strange for me to say when that's a shitload of money, but when you're QSI, QSI that is nothing. That that's down the back of the sofa sort of money. Yeah, um, that's that's legitimately just a drop in the ocean. So if you're involved in that deal, I mean, for a start, you don't even need Rads. You can do that deal without him. What do you need him for? Mm. Um, so it's all just really, really strange. And then it transpires, and this has been freely available on Company's House since December, January time. Uh, and you know, I'll openly say I didn't know this, but then it transpires that the 49ers are invested in actual Elland Road, not just in Leeds as a club. Um, so via two vehicles, they are they have uh, invested. So on on under uh, the 49ers Enterprises um, company on company's house, they've got um, 22 of 100 shares, um, and per, a, a company that it would seem is headed up by Parag. Um, has another seven percent. Um, so you know there, there are. Um, it, it's even more gobsmacking that that he's gone off to try and leverage an asset against uh, an, a, a takeover of an alternate club when he's not even the sole owner of that asset. Yeah. It's just okay. even more insane. It's <laughs> but, crackers. But you but know, how can you a... walk in somewhere and offer something that's not yours? <laughs> but the thing is, right? He knows that if he'd mentioned it to the 49ers and Angus, they'd have told him absolutely fucking not. Of course they would. Any yeah. any sensible business person would have said, "Are you kidding me? I own major- a, a, a portion of that ground. You you can't just leverage my percentage on a club the 49ers. That I have no interest in at all." Like the 49ers won the ground if, with the club. Yeah, but if, if the 49ers now were in any any situation at all, they'd go, right, here's a little bit over what we should have paid you in the championship. Now, just fuck off. Yeah, Honestly, like... Hannah says he gets his suits from Max and Spencer Kids section. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jamie else... says Bonnie Tyler's holding out for a hero. Rad should go see her. <laughs> Oh, oh, I love I love our viewers. I do. <laughs> won't, won't be the same without these guys. 
Absolutely. Um, not. But yeah, that that takes us on to the next bit of this here. There's a comment from uh, I think it was Mark, and he's saying uh, lost to put in application, so rads can't use the app, haven't they? So this you know goes about down me? to yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a, the, an asset of community, community value. Thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. bloody hell, that's a bit small on there, but never mind. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they... <laughs> it got... The, the club did something with Lust where they... Uh... <laughs> Stay behind your box. I don't want to see your laughing face. <laughs> bloody hell, fire. Um, the club did something with Lust where the, uh, the ground got designated as an asset of community value with Leeds City Council and it can't just be sold. Mm. So can't be sold, might, okay. can't be so how much, how be much do you know about an asset of community value? So I don't know anything about this killer. So if right. you've been so looking at this so that lasts for five years. Okay. And that was in twenty seventeen. Yeah. Oh dear. So it's expired. Yeah. Well so um I uh replied That's to that that tweet from Tom Banks that you just that you just put up there um saying well that, that that asset of community value element only lasts for five years it was announced in 2017 but is that when it came into effect or did it come into effect later than that so Alex right Badger thinks that it expires in October this year but other people think it expired in October last year and there's Jesus. no clarity at all uh, assets of community value monitored and managed by the local authority in Leeds is that they're all listed on the Leeds Council website Elland Road is not there Oh God! Oh, right. it just keeps so getting yes, today. Yes. Right. it is accurate to say that the Legion United Supporters Trust did put an application in for us to have an, an asset of community value that was approved. It did become one. That that is understood. When that expired or expires is now the question. So Graham Hyde, myself, the Supporters Trust, and others have all gone to Leeds City Council today to say what position are we in. Um, now, hopefully, one of us or all of us will get responses. I, I don't imagine that they're just going to pick my name out, but the Leeds United Supporters Trust and the chief sports writer for the YEP, I would hope, will get their attention. Um, so, so. so, yeah, fingers crossed you get we get quite a speedy update on that and understand exactly where we stand because it might be that the bank has looked at it and gone, Fuck off, dickhead! You're not even the sole shareholder of this. <laughs> um, uh, you know, just as part of their due diligence for ensuring that their their, their loan is on solid ground, um, it might not be anything to do with the um, uh, the the ACV. So I, I, it will be interesting what Leeds City Council do. So there are three different elements that that uh, can happen as part of. Uh, a threat to an asset of community value and one of those is a, a compulsory uh, purchase by the local authority so if it is seen that the stadium is under threat Leeds City Council can force through a purchase of the property and it becomes council property um, if oh, it is days. still a valid asset of community value okay. if but that's if it's not expired that's what I mean oh, it, it was once it might be one now oh god this is a this is a new worry that I didn't need tonight, Gilly. Thanks for this. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I mean, really we, we like to be as accurate this. as we can. <laughs> well, well, well. To be fair, Gilly, you've given us more information there than we've got. That is true. Yeah, I'd be honest with you. I'd rather hear that, Jay, than not hear anything off the small chat. That's true. Yeah, it's better to know it's coming than I mean? to be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, what a mess! What a mess! 
What a day. And, what a day. <laughs> oh, yeah. What a mess, though. And, and it's just, it's, it puts out this statement about we and us and our club while continuing to burn us and to shit on us. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's contradictory with his actions. Nothing that he's done that I've seen has been putting us first or trying to take yeah. us forward. Not a single well, no, but thing. He is, you know, he, he is a businessman. Um, so, but while ever our desires and his desires were aligned, that works. His desire was to get the club into the Premier League so he could line his own pockets. Great. That's what we all want. So, do you know what? That's fantastic. Now we're in this position where actually he's unwelcome in Leeds, the city, let alone Ellen Road. Yeah. Um, you know, he's going to get pelters wherever he goes now. Anytime anybody that's related to our club ever sees him anywhere in the world is going to get some stick. Um, there's two ways that I see for him to go. either he can front all of that up and just ride it out and and um and see if he can get over it. You know, as you said, just come out, apologize, say, Look, I've got all of this wrong. Um, or he can just disappear, um, and, and stay gone. There's no in between, really. I don't think he can just ignore it and still stick around. Um, I don't think that you know, uh, even the YEP and, and Graham have said, Look, get gone. You need to get gone, and yeah. they've gone to the Forty ers and said you need to make this move happen. Um, you know, there's lots of statements being put out, and they've put their own out this evening um, to say that. And I think that you know that that's a a move I didn't see coming. But the YP have been really forward about look, look this is the the club. The, this club is the fans, uh, yeah. and fans are the club. So you need to get this fucking sorted because this isn't yeah. yours. You might own it but it, it, it's not your identity like it is the way of the fans. And I really appreciate the YP doing that. Yeah, I think it's yeah, uh, it's too. important that people that are associated with the club in relation to the likes of the YEP, Lust. I know people have their own opinions of Lust as well, but I think the likes of those people need to be more vocal. We need Phil Hay, we need Popey, we need Graham at the YEP. We need all them to be as vocal as they possibly can with the articles that they're starting to put out because there is going to be a, a bombardment of articles because this is going to be the talking point, like I said, for the next eight to ten days. Hold the and, phone. And, and if they don't, then they're, they're, they're missing a trick there to put pressure on, on, on the board and, and Brad's. Cal's just sent us some breaking news. Go on. Sam Allardyce departs Leeds after Premier League relegation. There you go. That's, that's... That's that's dated to oh yeah dated today wow. now fifteen minutes ago yeah 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 so well I guess they're doing something aren't they the useless pricks so a lot of and, and you know, who sacked him well a lot of people well he's not been sacked has he he's just yeah, not had yeah, his contract yeah. renewed he, he's come yeah. to the end of that and do you know what half a million pounds fair play to him I think yeah. he probably did everything that he that he could have reasonably expected to do. Uh, he got one point from the four. Hope you, you know you hope for better, but fair play. I, I don't think there was anybody at that point when all of those fuckers mm. had already happened. I don't think you could have brought in somebody better for those last yeah. four games. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I think it was unrealistic for anybody to be able to do anything to turn it around. It was the last hail mary. Fair play. Um, I felt a bit better about him than I thought I was going to feel about him after his first couple of press conferences and you know it looked to be taking some of the pressure off the players and doing what he could for them yeah. um <laughs> but uh but yeah I mean I, I, I don't think anybody we've got no idea what's going on but I would have been surprised if he'd have been in charge at the end of the season 
that it's yeah. the next season. Sorry. Amazing. Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. Like, but I, uh, it was still something. Even though he didn't keep us up, it was still something that was hanging over us, and it needed to be sorted out. So. Maybe they were listening to the pod and they were like, fuck, we better make something else with that. <laughs> Maybe. You're frozen, you're frozen, by the way. Do you know what? Know. I was just about to yeah. ask then. Because I'm frozen yeah. for me as well. Can still hear you. No, you're frozen. frozen. Yeah. Not us. No, no, that. No. Yeah, it's me that's frozen for me. That's what I'm saying. I'm not yeah. moving oh, around either. you're frozen for yourself. Oh, right. Oh, oh see ya. Oh. No, no, no. That's not yourself out. No, definitely something gone wrong. I'm going to leave and come back in. Oh, no, better sponsored by Technical Gremlins. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna try not to end the uh, the recording though, Carl. All right, God. all right, nice and really. thanks, man. <laughs> we'll be back if he does. <laughs> we should Jesus we should Christ. you know like that that'd be a good name for an IT company uh, that could sponsor the the show. You know, sponsored by Technical Difficulties. That code at UK. Yeah. IT Gremlins. IT Gremlins. Uh, so back to yeah. the um, the stadium and this loan collateral thing. Yes. So, did you see this, Carl, from Adam Crafton? Oh, I did. I did, yeah. Um, I did mention that earlier. About it. No yeah, charge put but... against the uh, the company on company's house, showing the mm. ground. But then he said, uh, when they spoke to Rads, and why he would, uh, why he would offer to do that with the ground, he told them uh, what Ace Ventures does with its assets, including Leeds and Elland Road, it's none of your business. Um, I think he's a big prick. Oh, well, a little prick. What an absolute knobhead. Because what happens to Ellen Road is exactly our business. Yeah, it's it's... Ex- 100% more our business, what happens to that football ground, than anything he ever does with it. And for him to yeah. say something like that is an absolute disgrace. What and he should be marched me, out the fucking door straight away. 100% agree. What pisses me off for these people is they don't understand that buying a football club is not like buying a normal business. It comes with a set of responsibilities, and you never you never own a football club. You just preside over it. Do you know what I mean? You you can't take the club away from the fans. It doesn't matter how mm. much money you've paid for it or what you've done. It'll never be yours. It'll be the fans' club, and that's what Leeds is, and that's what he doesn't get. And yeah. it's like it's like when you buy a lease. Do you know what I mean? You own it for the lease. But ultimately, it's not yours. One day, that lease will expire. One day, you'll be yeah. gone. And that building or whatever it is will still be there. And that's what they don't get, these people. And that's something Rads doesn't get. It does not understand what owning a football club like ours actually means. Yeah. And that's the and, problem with him. And that's 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 kind of... I, I just want to make a quick point now. I'm not going to try and deviate or anything from what we're talking about. Like, But that just puts the way German football clubs are run into the spotlight now because if if because it's obviously a 50 is it a 51% stake that fans own in their club they always own a majority stake in their club in Germany I can guarantee you if that was the case over here Rads would not still be chairman of that of of our club (laughs) he wouldn't even still be owner because the fans would have had him voted out right away yeah, but for him, like he has no accountability to anybody because he feels he has this high and mighty kind of. I own the club. I'll do what I want. If I want to put the the ground as collateral, I'll do it. It's my club. It's like no, like you said, Jay. You're he's a custodian of the club for a Correct. limited period of time. It's Until our someone club. else comes in. 
and it's our club. And if he wants to run it like that, then he has to answer to someone, not these spineless dudes on the board that won't yeah. question him because he's the owner of the club, the majority yeah. shareholder. I'm sorry. He needs to answer to the fans if he's going to carry on doing what he's doing. And at, the, at mm -hmm. this point in time, I'm very, very much sick of looking at his face and listening to a shite talk because, like I said, I backed I'm him to you. the hilt for, for so long. And, and now he's just taken it and he's shit hey. all over it. Shat he all has, over it. He has absolutely. Um, I don't know if you heard any of that, Gilly. I was just saying, when you own a football club, it's not like owning another business. It comes with a set of responsibilities that Rads doesn't understand. And I was just saying, it's, it's akin to like buying a lease. You never really own what it is. Yes. It's just yours while your lease is there. You don't own a club. It belongs to us. You know, you're yeah, no, I know, absolutely. No, I didn't. Um, my laptop, a hardware issue somewhere. <laughs> Even when I closed everything down, it thought something was still using the camera and microphone. So turn it off and on again. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Love that IT thing. Yeah, boy. But no, you're, you're absolutely right. You know, he's got the privilege of overseeing our club for a short time. Yeah. That's it. It's not I mean, his. He's, he's, it's a privileged he's position he's in. He's paid to be in charge of it for a while. Yeah, I, I, I was just saying to Jay there, <clears throat> while you were gone off, I won't repeat too much, but it gives a, a, a whole new kind of outlook on how German football clubs are run, where the fans own 51% of it. If yeah. Rads had done that, we'd have voted him out today. If we'd have found that out today, he'd have been gone. Sell up and fuck off. But he thinks he yeah. has this liberty that he can just do what he wants because he's like the... We don't know what's going on in the background at the moment, but that board don't seem to to necessarily have the backbone to challenge him because oh he's the owner and he's this and he's that bollocks he's messing around with the air investment sort it out yeah. sort it out if you don't want to lose money which you are going to lose money over hand and fist now that's on ye grow backbone sit the little prick down and tell him what he can and can't do it's as simple as that. That's Apparently, you're arousing people while you're getting angry. <laughs> I'm what? Arousing, arousing people while you're getting you're arousing angry. Jammy. Oh, shit, not Jammy again. <laughs> um, he should, he should do that. And like, uh, Andy Aylor says, Rad should sit down with the Legion United Fans Association. Well, yeah, the trust, he should sit down with them and speak to him. He won't because, as you say, he didn't have a backbone, and he knows that he's certainly not going to get an easy ride off those guys if he sits with them. He's the ultimate keyboard warrior for a chairman. The he is. ultimate keyboard warrior. <laughs> he is. He's somebody that tweets like it's going out of fashion when stuff's going well. Yeah. And when yeah. he's getting credit and it's coming his way and he's like, oh, look what I've done. Look how wonderful this is. You're welcome. Yeah. You know, yeah. give me but, a like. Give me a like. I, I, I've a never... It, he came across as very narcissistic today in, in his mm. comments um, because he tried coming across as the victim in all this. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, oh and yeah. To be perfectly honest with you, he show if he's showing that now, and if I was in the 49ers position, I'd fuck off and leave him high and dry. If he's yeah. acting like that now at the well, moment, I, I don't. I don't know what what um, comments you've shared. I, I, just as I were dropping off, I showed you. I think you you popped up the one that I would circled that comment of of his. Oh own. yeah, the Adam Crafton one. 
Yeah. Um, it's not your business what I do with my assets. Well, yeah, but if, if you carry on reading, so that was the bit that I'd seen. And if you carry on reading that, he, he did actually say to the athletic, you're just trying to turn the Leeds fans against me. Yes, he did. I mean, that I is that. victim complex. Absolutely. That's, 100% it is. That's and, and that's just, and it's, well, no, the fans are against you. Because you're a prick and you're abusing our <laughs> club. <laughs> and every opportunity you've had to redeem yourself, you've pissed it away and gone the other way. And do you know, one, one thing I will say is um, uh, Scoffer and Jason and a few others that were really, really negative right from the start about him. He, he did bring his Bielsa, but if you look back over his time, that was fluke. If you look yeah. back over his time and you read the... Um, the purchase that was made of Elland Road, I think it was twenty million. Um, the, the the press releases all say Leeds acquire Elland Road. Mm. Leeds yeah, never that's did. Right. It that's was him. Right. Yeah. And so I mean, I mean, we 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 need to be careful on what we what what we what we say. So uh, Dave said said uh, Rads has been charging one point seven million a year rent for Elland Road since getting in the Prem. Now yeah. he's been able to. He's not cashed in that. There, there have been occasions when um, that's been money's owed that he's written off and not taken. Mm. However, at the same time, there was also... Uh, yes, so yes, he is. Um, the 49ers are earning some of that as well because they're part yeah. on Elland Road. Um, so, um, but but what, what we see is um, there'd been some uh, debt written off against the loans uh, or against the, um, the rent of... of it looks like it's rolled together of its Elland Road and Thorpe Park, so that rent's being paid for. Um, yeah. And and he did write some of that off in, in I think it was the 2021 uh, books that he didn't. But there was additional, but well, at the same time, there was additional money that came into the club from 49ers. So you mm -hmm. don't know if he gained slightly more and, and the 49ers went, right, you put that in your back pocket don't charge the club for this, and then it'll look like we can offset a little bit more in terms of our investment and 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 pay a bit more into the playing staff and whatever else. I don't think he would have come out that any worse off. He just looks better in the books because he's not taken that 1.7 million for those two seasons or whatever it was. So, so yes, in the books, he'd written off some of that uh, those loan fees, um, but there's no way he's going to come out worse off. Why would he? Um, no, that, that's, that's legit it. money that goes to him. Um, but, you know, it is, it is also interesting that the 49ers are now in a position to, to also earn that. So uh, if uh, the club was sold as a going concern, but the uh, ground wasn't part of that, you'd still have a potential of uh, the 49ers and Acer Holdings making money from the, from the actual stadium. So, I mean, it's, it's all a bit of a mess. It's all a bit murky. I think... I, I, I was trying to remember. I did. I did have a really quick look, but um, Kieran Maguire from the Price of Football had shared some information some time ago, and I'm going back years, mm. where the um, there was some uh, some of the legislation had changed associated with the club, and I think it was that um, a shareholder can sell to, uh, or that the sorry, the main shareholder can sell to any of the present shareholders without approval of the other shareholders. What yeah. you can't do is go external to the present shareholders and sell to somebody brand new without their approval. Yeah. Um, uh, so I, I, you know, we asked the question last time, um, the, the books came out, Kieran came on, on the podcast and spoke to us about this and, and we asked him the questions and 
it, it felt like we were gearing up for a takeover. And now it almost feels like that that's further away now than it was a month ago. It does. And, and this is all perception of us as fans because we worry about the club. Um, you know, at, at this point in time, it is a business that's making money. Um, mm. It'll continue to be a business that's making money for a period. But if it's mismanaged at this point, it won't take long for that to be eroded. Yeah, that's right. That's absolutely right. Um, there's a comment from, uh, I think it was Jamie. And he's just saying, if I was Rads and had his money in drugs, I didn't read that <laughs> bit when I started that. I probably wouldn't have read it out, to be fair, mate. Uh, I'd leave the business side to the professionals. Um, I think one of the problems he's had, Jamie, is that he's trusted too much to other people in recent time. Well, he's and not he a football know, person, you know. is he? He's not a football man. And I think, no. but, but I think you're right. He, whether he trusted too much to Walter or whether he just wanted Walter to carry the can for it, either way, that's his failing. Um, yeah. Uh, it was either he and Walter that failed and he's blamed Walter for it after the fact, or it was Walter that failed and Rads has allowed that to go on for such a long time. It, it's, it's, yeah. it's been such a, a major issue to our club. Um, either way, as the head honcho, he's the person that's. That's in the hot seat. I'm afraid it's. It, it, it's all, your name, but I think it was Carl that said to. Yeah, I think it was Carl that said before the book stops at him. There's, there's yeah. no getting away from it. It, it, it. It's all his failings. So, um, yeah. we've gone on for a while, and I think Joe might be on at ten. I don't want to overlap, so I'll start wrapping us up in a sec. Um, I'm just going to pull this one up about the ground thing. Parag Marate and Angus Kinnear first heard of Andrea Radrizani's own road scheme last night. Dumbfounded, flawed, blindsided. They were amazed he could even propose it without them. I mean, fucking hellfire. <laughs> that's that's Bates Chilino days to a T, isn't it? That, that, that's exactly how they would be they would have been behaving. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it's just the whole thing's bonkers and the guy has shown that he will look after himself when the chips are down for me. Number one, yeah. our club is not his main concern. Not now anymore. <clears throat> and, He's got and Southampton. That, yeah, and Southampton. Or Sampdoria even. <laughs> it's, it's another Carl special. <laughs> <laughs> you probably threw me then. I was like, hey. Um, I nearly wore yeah. a Disney jersey as well. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's not it's not his priority anymore, and everything's up in the air, and everything that we wanted sorted, um, you know, it's it's a million miles from being sorted, and we're just we're nowhere near where I wanted to go. We're not in the position we should have been in, and I remember Joe on his show saying um, he wanted to hear a statement the day after relegation, saying this is what's happening, and that's what should have happened. That's what should have happened. We did get a statement. Um, we got that chat GBT one. No, no, no. That's not a statement. That's that's a bullshit <laughs> algorithm. Um, I see one of your starter comment there from Bully. Do you want to pull it up? Yeah, he's mentioned you in it there. Uh, before you go, can we talk about the bullshit that came from the people connected to the club about blaming Bielsa for everything? We might touch on it quickly, just because obviously Jay mentioned Joe's coming on in about six or seven minutes so we don't want to overlap there um i think um at the end of the day people know they fucked up with bielsa in my opinion they know they fucked up sacking him um and for them to sit there and and 
and talked like it was the best move for the club. It, it baffles me a little like bit. Like they were looking out for us. Yeah. If you were looking out for us, you would have backed them properly in January. Um, Absolutely. So, the, for me, those people talking bullshit uh, about Bielsa it, that, that are connected to the club, I'm sorry. That, that for me, you need to you need to get it. Uh, it needs to be ironed out. Mm. They fucked up, and they know they fucked up, in my opinion. And that's exactly why oh, yeah. they tried throwing everyone else under the bus, uh, along with Bielsa here and there. So. Yeah, absolutely. Agree with yeah. that. You yeah. can't offer him shit and then kick off and sell him out in the press and say, oh, well, he, want, he didn't want any players. It's his fault that the squad's so thin. Not when <laughs> yeah, you're offering I, I, him absolute shite that he knew wouldn't cut it. See, yeah. I think... Sorry, Gilly, go on. I'm just going to say, and let, lest, lest we forget, he'd said that the player playing staff that he had were, were going to be unable to um, maintain the levels that he was driving mm-hmm. them at beyond three years. And that was the point at which it all started coming off the rails was that three-year period. So if mm-hmm. they'd listened to him, if they'd taken that seriously, if at the point of promotion, uh, you know, we, we, to be fair, that, that first season we did spend some cash. Um, but if they'd have taken that seriously and continued investing where it was needed um, and, and taking that seriously, you know, uh, uh, I think, was it, was it Adams that we brought in and, and the previous central midfielder that we'd bought before him was Adam Farshaw, and it was something like six years between buying central midfielders, and then yeah. we wonder. Yeah. It rate windows on it. <laughs> it's something like eight windows. Yeah, it must years. have been longer than that. No, nah, um, maybe, maybe, but um, but yeah, I mean, it's just it's absolutely crazy to think uh, that looking back that, that they can ever think you know what we're going to do is going to make me also the fall guy, and that we're all just going to swallow that. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> No, especially it's now. never it's never been accepted, has it, by the fan base? And it's always it's, so. there's, there's been a divide and an issue since that happened. Yes, because of the yeah, way it happened and the way they went about it and the way they threw him under the bus. And the way that when they were talking about um, the, the way that Rads went into detail, it was it was it was abhorrent. It it made me genuinely it made me feel a bit sick when he was talking about how devastated Marcelo was when he told him because he didn't know it was coming. You know, if you're in a position where you're managing somebody and you're managing their performance and their performance is not good enough, you tell them their performance is not good enough and you manage it across a period, giving mm. them opportunity to turn it around and address the concerns that you've got as a manager. And then you go, well, you've not addressed those concerns, so I'm going to have to let you go. And then somebody yeah. knows, right, okay, well, I'm in a position where that's not happened. It's yeah. like, but but he didn't. He had no idea it were coming. No, how, did they not say, how did they not say the same fucking thing to Marsh? I mean, like, before the World Cup, I was like... <laughs> You're saying that now, and I'm sitting there going, why did well, they say that to me? I just want to grab this comment from Danny Wright just before we go. <laughs> More than half all Leeds fans were calling for Bielsa to go and slam in the I'm not having not that. Him soon. No. I'm not I'm sure not it I'm not was sure more than half, half but no. I think a lot of the people who did want to change probably would have changed their minds had they known what that change was going to be. Yeah. I think that would have been significant. If people knew it was going to be Marsh and they understood the style of football and mm. where he was, I think they'd have gone, you know what? Don't sack Bielsa. <laughs> I believe Let him have uh, it to the end of the season. <laughs> I believe before we go, Gilly's got something lighthearted for us to cheer us all up. Yeah. So um uh, Kev Marston, who's been in the comments this evening, is 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 just um 
has tagged us in, in something and I've just grabbed a, a picture of it. I'm going to pop it up here. So it looks like Mateus Click, the legend himself, has been doing a question and answer on, it might have been on Insta or something. Um, and he was asked Marshall BL, so he just responded with tough luck. <laughs> <laughs> and, like um, just, and just in the comments, um, he was asked what, what his favourite ever assist was and he's, he's picked out Tyro against Villa. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's just, he's just ace, and he's bringing back to me. Yeah, I love him. Give Chief Shithouse is still Chief Shithouse. Bring him back. Absolutely. All right, well, um, Joe's about to start, so we'll bugger off because we don't want to overlap and see everyone just leave us sat here on the top anyway. <laughs> um, but, yeah, cheers, everyone that's uh, commented and joined us and stuff. We weren't going to yeah. come on this week. We were going to have a break, but we felt like we should. We needed yeah. to chat about all that. There's just too much for us to sort of leave it. But um, we'll be back next week. I th- we're going to do the end of season pod next week, Gilly? Or? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's pretty much ready to go now. So it's ju- it just depends on when we can make everybody available. I think because it'll it'll be good to get everybody on. Yeah, are we definitely. doing anything? Uh, are we doing anything tomorrow evening? We don't know yet. I'm not going to say what until we've uh, maybe confirmed. We might okay. be back tomorrow if we can figure out a special guest, yeah. but it's not confirmed yet. So we won't. We'll say any more on that so don't want to don't want to g people up and let them down well, keep not your like eyes peeled anyway out. yeah that's the one keep your eyes peeled <laughs> uh, there, are, there is going to be a bit more um uh content coming out we've got a, a big interview coming up um and we've got some stuff coming out around the league united foundation the charity works and, and stuff and, and some of the fundraising we've done so yeah keep your eyes yeah. peeled there's plenty more coming we'll do our very best to keep you guys going this summer yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Adios. Cheers, all. Take See you soon. Us. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the independent Leeds United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Auto Know Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi & Coke after match podcasts. We have three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars, Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out, though. 
remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.